0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Montana Falaska Show. I am recording on a chilly Tuesday morning, and just so you all know, I heard your votes, and we will be doing videos as well as the podcasts, as that outranked the Just Podcast. I'm super excited to be on today and tell you a little bit about my parenting and my little baby boy. I am driving today, so today there will not be a video as I'm recording on my headset. I'm headed out of town today to do a photo shoot, and I just thought it'd be really nice because I can think really well when I'm driving, and I can kind of get a lot more off my mind and chest when I'm in this state of mind, and I have a long drive, so... I wanted to tell you a little bit about my son. I had him when I was 21, turning 22 years old in 2012. He's eight years old now. And a little bit to know about parenting in my life is I am a sh- I do shared parenting with his dad. Now, me and his dad, I'm not ashamed to say, you know, we were young and... We weren't ever in a relationship. It was a one-time thing that does happen. And now we have this beautiful baby that we've both agreed to raise and love and that it's about him. We didn't really have any emotional ties or anything there. So when Ben was born, I was, I went through my jealousy phase, obviously, like his dad has a girlfriend that he's been with since I was six months pregnant Her name's, I guess I probably shouldn't say names on here, but she's really good to Ben. And in the beginning, I did get really jealous because I didn't really understand the concept of being a parent. Ben was my first child, and that made things a little difficult. But now that I got through that year or so of him being a newborn, it kind of got easier for me. And I realized that it's actually beneficial to have another woman in the life when your child is over there because men are different than women not that they can't do it women just give a different kind of love than men do so it's I actually ended up being very grateful for what she could offer him as a mother in the beginning I would send Ben there probably around three months he ended up going for longer periods of time I had him on a pretty good schedule I had like three pages of paper wrote out so that when people babysat him or watched him, they could follow the schedule. And it wasn't to be controlling. I actually did this because I thought it would be a lot more helpful to keep him on a schedule because it's just easier to... It's easier for everyone as well as him to be on the same schedule with with no matter who he's with. So then that way he's easier to take care of. He sleeps at the same times. You kind of know like when you can get other things done and when I would send him to his dad I would send this these papers and his dad actually I didn't force it on him I said this is just if you want help like if you follow this schedule it'll help you and it will help me too because then he comes back to me and he's on the same schedule and later on in life like when he was maybe five his dad ended up saying like I, I'm grateful for you doing that because it did essentially make it easier and since then we've kind of stayed in contact with our parenting the rules and stuff that we have at each other's houses the chores that he does the times that he goes to bed our reading schedule because obviously it can't be exactly the same but to have some of the same traits at each house makes it easier on him so we did that we do that together as ben got older I was very big on him learning independence as his brain developed. So he was I've been teaching him like to make his bed since he was little. He's always had when I would punish him when I was when he was littler, his punishments were always the I did an age thing and I actually learned this from a book called One Two Three. I think it's called One Two Three time out or something it's a book that was recommended in a in a counseling session that I had went to so this book was called so what you essentially would do is depending on your kid's age that's what they would get that's the amount of time they would get before they got a time out so or no they would get the one two three and then you would give them the time out right away the timeout time was their age. So like if he was five years old, he get one, two, three, Kate okay, your timeout's five minutes long. And then when he was six, it was six minutes. I was really strict on not being lenient with three. He knew three meant that was it, that's a timeout. There was no lenience on the number three. And it's really important to be, I personally think that it's really important to be strict on those on those demands or whatever you would call them. So he would get the one, two, and now that he's older, I don't think he's even had a time out since he was probably five years old or six years old. He's been very good. Uh, I love having that concept. So now that he's older, since kindergarten, all the year of kindergarten, I... Tried to do week on week off with his dad for school. We moved to Regina. We tried to do week on week off. And unfortunately, like just the learning aspect of school, me and his dad both decided that it was best for him to have one home to be at during school because then he's not having to adjust to homes as well as adjust to schooling. So it's, you know, it's really hard to learn in school already. you got to concentrate and you're constantly learning things. But having to change homes every week would make it a little bit difficult too. Because no matter how hard you try, it's not going to be the same at each home. So we decided that it was best for him to stay with me for full time for school. And then he goes to his dad's on the weekends. And then in the summertime, we do week off. We, we do our best to keep everything very equal. If I have something important planned, his dad gives me him for a weekend. I try not to take him if I don't need him like I don't need to have him because I think it's important to have his dad in his life we established this relationship though there wasn't there wasn't emotional ties between Benito's dad and I because it was just like a one-time thing and then it happened and that's why protection is important but I'm very grateful for the baby that I had of course but I'm actually extremely grateful that this is who I had a child with if I'm going to be sharing because we're we work really well together. We don't really argue that much. Obviously, we're humans, so we have argued and went through our ups and downs. So essentially, it like everything works really well and our main goal is to keep Ben super happy. So, I have him full-time for school and come back coming back here since he was in kindergarten, I have taught him how to make his lunches. You know, I'd wake up with him, I'd make him come to the kitchen, show him how I was making his lunch. Some days I'd get him to do a part of it. And now, since the first grade, he's been making his own lunches. He wakes up, he puts a snack, two snacks in there. He puts a sandwich in there. And it's really cool to see like him grow because when he used to make his lunches, it would involve just a ham on bread, like no sauces, nothing else. And this year, he's at, this year, halfway through the year, he's leveled up. And he's like, now I we'll want cheese and lettuce. And it's cool because he takes care of that in the morning. You know, he's he gets up. He likes to get up early. I don't. So we've made a deal. I said, fine, if you want to get up early, I'll let you set your alarm clock. 6 a.m. You get up. You make your bed. You pack, pack your lunch, which he usually does it the night before now because he likes to game in the morning. So he gets up makes his bed, gets dressed, puts on socks, feeds the cats, because he likes the cats to like him. So he figures feeding them is the the way to go. And that's what I think too. Feeds the cats, and then he gets to game. He packs his own lunch. He does all this stuff on his own, because I helped him with it when he was younger. I helped, I helped him learn how to do that. So that's really beneficial to me in the parenting aspect. Now, when it comes to doing homework and stuff it's really hard <laughs> for me to actually do the homework that he's learning I never realized how difficult it was going to be but it brings me back to this place and I'm like I can't believe like this is what I was learning and I can't figure it out now And so we have to sit down and we do our homework and his homework and he teaches me a lot of things and I'm really grateful for that Benito is learning a lot. He loves to try everything, which is nice. I try to encourage him in everything he does, even if I think it's silly. I think the only thing that we kind of struggle with is these YouTube videos. (laughs) He loves the YouTube videos. I'm sure lots of your kids do too, like at the age of eight or whatever age now they love these YouTube videos. They watch people play Minecraft. But the thing is, is the people on there are just like always yelling and screaming. And I'm just like, wow, like, that is super annoying. Like, please turn it down. And it's like, I don't care if you like it, but you got to like, keep it keep it at a level that isn't driving me insane. It's really hard to keep ourselves together when we have a child learning we seem to forget that like they're their own person so a lot of the time we can fall into this why are you being that way who 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 taught you that where did you learn that and I think it's really important personally to realize that it's not about where they learned it or why they're doing it it's recognizing like oh that's what you learned and that's like, where did that come from? I didn't know that you knew how to do that. Or acknowledging the different traits that they have compared to you, acknowledging that they're a whole different person. Yeah, they came out of you and they're, they have your genes, but they're going to be this, their own person no matter what we do. And another really important thing, I think, especially for shared parenting, is realizing that they're not going to forget who we are. They'll, they'll never forget that you're their mom. Any woman or any man can come into their life and be an awesome influence for them or they could talk about them all the time, but trust me, like you're their parent. They never forget that stuff and I think that's really hard with us with shared parenting is seeing another man or woman come into their lives. We think that we see this other person that they love and we get jealous because we think that they don't love us or that they they like somebody better than us. And that's, like, a trait, I think, that we develop as we are growing up in school and stuff. And we need to realize that that's not true. Like, pe- people, especially your, ch- your children, aren't going to, per se, like somebody more than you. Like, obviously, there's going to be different things that other people have to offer them. But you're their parent, and they'll never forget that. You could be freaking drug addict in jail and they still know that that's their dad or that's their mom. They still know that. They're never going to forget that. Even if, like, anything can happen and they'll never forget that. Like, even kids that are adopted, like, you know, they, they start to feel that as they get older that there's a connection somewhere else, as far as I know. So Uh, Sorry, and with the adoption thing, like, even if they feel that there's a connection somewhere else, they'll never forget that the people that raise them are their mom and dad. Like, they're like, no, that's my mom and dad. They raised me, but now they know that, like, there's somebody that gave birth to them, too. And there's just some kind of different connection that comes with that. And I'm not afraid if people disagree with that or... So... (laughs) that's my little bit on parenting today I had a bit of a rough morning today you guys Uh, I have a photo shoot two hours out of town today and I forgot to plug in my car last night so it didn't start and I had to get somebody from my dad's work to come and boost it it was crazy if you have any questions or anything to say about like my podcast today or your ideas of parenting and what you've done to raise your child and Slowly develop them into the person that they're becoming. I'd love to hear about it. I know that I'm hoping that, you know, I I always tell Ben when I drop him off at school, I'm always like, you're a good listener, you're a good friend, make the best of the day. Not every day is going to be perfect, but you can make the best of it. I always try to like say positive things to him just to kind of give him a little boost for the day. He is always growing no matter what i i need to acknowledge that no matter what i say or do he is going to be, become his own person and i hope that i can do the best that i can to help him become that person i think that it's important to have our own styles to have different differences in children they'll always be different i think that we all have different discipline rules we all have different raising rules we all take different roles on in parenting, and I think it's important to have both a mother and father in the relationship. Oh, and this is something that I know can be a bigger subject, but I'm just going to bring it into context for this a little bit anyways for this time. But when it comes to shared parenting and that child seeing the other parent and child support, I get it. That parent should definitely be supporting their child. But there's this weird line in between, like the child not seeing that other parent because just because they're not paying. This is why we do need to do things like go through maintenance for something like money. I know personally, myself, the only thing that me and Ben's dad ever really argued about was finances. And we did end up having to take that part of it through maintenance, but it did make it a lot easier on both of us. It made it a lot easier to raise our son because then we weren't arguing about something like that. Everything else was kind of like leveled out. I don't know what kind of struggles everybody else goes through, but I think it's very important for the other parent to be in their life. Yes, I understand that we need support in raising a child, but I also think that the values that the child are going to be missing if the parent isn't in their life might be a little bit more detrimental than the money because you can you can always fight for that part without your child being involved. That part is kind of a part that I think personally needs to be dealt with between two parents behind a closed door, not in front of a child. A child shouldn't be punished over money. I think that the child should be and like I'm using this loosely because I don't know everybody's situation, but I do think I just think it's very important to have the child in the other parent's life. I I know I had fought with my son's dad a little bit when he was younger about finances but the couple of times that I kept him away from his dad I felt extreme guilt and and I could see it in my I could see it in my son that he was missing his parent and even it, the amount the other parent sees a child isn't up to us either that's just going to paint a picture for the child like I think that controlling the amount the other parent sees the child is gonna help the child paint a picture for the view that they see you in if you're letting that other parent choose whether to see their kid or when they can see their kid or not that is gonna paint a picture for the kid for you for the other parent not for you so if if the other parent can say well your mom or dad kept me away from you that's gonna paint a picture for you if you let that picture be painted on their own. You're literally, I personally think that you're saving yourself from the child seeing you in a different view that you don't want to be there, that you think you're avoiding keeping them from the child. You need to let a picture paint itself in that situation. They need to be able to rely on you, not find out that you kept them from something that they could just make, that they're gonna make up a whole thing in their head if you kept them quotes from the other parent. So that's kind of something, it's a really thin line though, because you never know what's gonna happen with a child. Like, you know, you could keep them from them, and then they grow up and they go to see that other parent, and the other parent is a piece of poop. And guess what? Now they're going to come back and they're going to be like, well, thank you. But I think that that would take a long time for them to come back and say too. I, I don't think that that should be up to you. I think that if you're worried about money, you should not be going through the other parent to deal with that. You should be going through maintenance. That's why it's there. And it's not fair. It's not, I don't think it's fair to any child to be withheld from a parent over something like money. That is something that adults should deal with on their own in their own time because it's about the child's happiness not and yes I get that they need to be fed and housed to keep them happy but at the same time like (laughs) there's so much to it and I just think that it's a lot more special for you to have a relationship with your child where you're not worrying about the other parent or what the other parent is doing or making up scenarios in your head because 90% of the time the things we make up in our head are not actually happening but we can think about them and make them up so often that we believe they're real and that's a whole other podcast in itself. So anyways I'm sorry if I triggered anybody but that's my opinions on things today on parenting and my views today just getting it out there you can roll your eyes and say well she doesn't get it but that's just my opinion and I'm not stating it as a fact I'm stating it as an opinion from what I've learned and what I've experienced in my eight years of being a parent and through relationships I've been in before that involved divorce and that involved children in the mix of their divorce I have had experiences in all of that I've dealt with narcissists I've dealt with Crazy moms in my experience of uh, being a mom, and I think it's very fair to uh, have my opinion because it's true of my experience. So, thank you guys so much for listening in today. I hope you can subscribe to my podcast, follow my podcast. I'm figuring it up, figuring out how to get all my old episodes uploaded so you can kind of listen to those too. Make sure you follow my Instagram, which is Montana.Falaska. The link in my bio can connect you to all of my blogs and photography and everything above. I will have links below as well. Thanks for tuning in on this freezing cold minus 30 Tuesday. And I hope you have a wonderful day. And I hope this podcast helps just one person. Because that's all that matters. Thank you. And- have a great day and thanks for tuning in to the Montana Falaska Show.